0: Today, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. The mother of Jesus and his brothers arrived at the house. Standing outside, they sent word to him and called him. A crowd seated around him told him, Your mother and your brothers and your sisters are outside asking for you. But he said to them in reply, Who are my mother and my brothers? And looking around at those seated in the circle, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of God is my brother and sister and mother. The Gospel of the Lord It always takes two to communicate. At least there must be two people. I'm referring to communication between us, and of course with God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Yesterday we were saying that what we say every day, whether it's about what the Gospel of the Lord says to us, or the words that we say about the things of our life, varies a lot according to how we are each day. Our heart commands a lot, sometimes too much and our reason too, sometimes much more. No matter how much, I don't know if it's measurable, but we have to admit it, there is not a very lasting harmony within us, between what we think and what we feel. There's a kind of daily struggle, almost minute by minute, between what we think and what we feel, and that's why it's not easy to discern what we live, what we see, what we hear. I say this again, so that we can think about it in our daily listening to the gospel of the Lord. It's easy to cast blame outwardly. It's easy to say sometimes. It's very difficult to interpret these words. The gospel of the Lord is very complex. I don't understand this priest when he preaches. He speaks too much. He speaks too little. It's difficult for him to round up. He digresses. He's too deep. He rambles. He speaks too simply. He doesn't go deep and so on. Hundreds of phrases that we have, that no matter how much truth they may contain, often make us forget that a great part of the reception of the message depends on us, on our disposition, on our openness, on being attentive to grasp what God wants to tell us, beyond the one who says it. Not everything is the speaker's fault. Think of how many good messages you've missed in your life because you haven't taken this into account. For having sometimes belittled the one who is speaking to you, for having taken or repeated what you heard, for having demanded more than necessary, for so many other reasons. I'm not saying this to you to justify our lack of preparation or seriousness in preaching, but so that each one takes responsibility for their part. We're all weak, the announcers and the receivers. As the Pope recently said, those who listen and those who preach suffer each one for different reasons, but sometimes we both suffer. These days we will continue with this theme. Now let's go to today's glimpses of the Gospel. Don't you think Jesus' message today is too harsh? Isn't it rather cold for his own mother He goes to visit him and is met with this response? Well, maybe. It depends on how we interpret this moment. But we have to say that obviously, Jesus could never have belittled his mother. Jesus could never have made her feel bad or anything like that. A very superficial look, even by those who were there at the moment, can conclude that Jesus is unkind to his mother and his relatives, but it's superficial. He doesn't get into the truth of what he wants to express. We must always transcend what we read literally, because as St. Paul says, the letter brings death but the Spirit gives life. We Catholics aren't fundamentalists of the gospel of the Lord, but with the help of the Holy Spirit who lives in the church, we try to interpret it day by day so that it may come alive in our lives today. Jesus doesn't belittle his mother and his relatives, but takes advantage of this situation to open his heart more, to teach his mother and us something, to enlarge his heart in a way we could never imagine. But to expand the heart doesn't mean to take someone's place, or to exclude someone else, rather to make room for more to come in. Only Jesus can do that so well. That's something we must learn also in our human loves, in our families, in our friendships, and in the church itself, because there's a false idea of love that unintentionally leads us to think that love is exclusive and reduced to our own choices, and that's not so. Jesus came to teach us that our heart is capable of much more than we think. He did it with his life and his words, loving everyone and telling us that if we do the will of his Father, suddenly, so to speak, by the grace of God, we are his brothers and sisters, his mothers, and therefore our hearts become expanded to dimensions never thought of before. Surely it's happened to you. I'm sure that thanks to God, thanks to your faith, You have many more friends, brothers, fathers, and mothers than you would have had in your life if you had only done your thing. Pray and think about it. The gospel of the Lord comes alive because it's always fulfilled sooner or later. No one has more love, more capacity to love, more friends, more sisters, more brothers than those who fulfill day by day with effort the will of our Heavenly Father. What more does He want than for us all to be and feel like brothers and sisters. How beautiful it is to be a child of God. May we have a good day, and may the blessing of our merciful God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, descend upon our hearts and remain forever.